0: Money FM eighty nine point three Best of Weekends. We do have Andy Yang on the line with us, and uh, want to talk now about that very sad um, uh, incident with the uh, baby Ultra Boy Raffles Banded Langer, who fell. I, I don't know if he fell to his death or was hit by a car afterward. We can double check. But we'll with check Andy. that with yeah. Andy um, uh, just just yesterday, and uh, let's get her on the line right now. Um, Andy, g- good morning, welcome.
1: Hi,
2: morning.
0: Great to have you with us, Andy Ang, who is uh, the research scientist at Mandai Nature Reserve. Uh, fill us in what exactly happened. Many of us have read the story already in the Straits Times today, and we've been talking about it. But give us, give us what you know.
2: Yeah, so yesterday morning at about 9.30 a.m., um, Acres sent us a couple of photos of um, this animal that was lying in the middle of the road. On, on Upper Thompson Road. So it's just outside Thompson Nature Park. And um, we knew that it's a uh, Raffles Bandit Langer. So then when N Park sent the carcass to um, the zoo where we were doing uh, post-mortem, um, that's when yeah, we, we actually identified him as the three-year-old individual, the juvenile male, ultra boy, uh, from this troop of Langers that regularly use The forest that were, you know, flanked by Upper Thompson Road.
1: Now, Dr. Ang, this was particularly sad for you. I think you named the monkey Ultra Boy. Is that correct? Uh,
2: Yeah. So the the team we name the individuals that we can recognise, so that we can closely monitor their movement and development, and that would actually help a lot in terms of planning for conservation. So, yeah.
1: And this was sad also because. He, as I understand it, was a success story for the the breeding that was going on there, right?
2: Yeah. So um, there are at least three different family groups along, um, you know, Upper Thompson Road, Old Upper Thompson Road, and Thompson Nature Park. So this family unit has twelve individuals. Mm. Um, sometimes they split up in like six and six. So he wasn't the only one that was crossing the road or trying to cross the road. Um, the mother went ahead and. Cross safely, he didn't make it, and there were other individuals who were also possibly crossing on the road. So it won't be the only time that they will be using the area, which is why it's really important if we can come up with measures to make them, you know, cross safely.
0: Andy, do we know if, if he was actually hit by a vehicle or if he fell from a tree trying to, you know, leap from tree to tree? Do you have any idea?
2: Yeah, so um, there was a dash cam uh, footage mm. uh which showed just moments before it died um, it was hit by a car mm. um it was struggling on the road but then it died quite soon after mm. so um the person who shared the dashcam cam video kindly moved you know the carcass to the central divider mm. and yeah that's when we are able to kind of collect the carcass and do a post-mortem
1: yeah now we know uh, the raffles Bandit Langer's. Congregate for the most part, uh, most part at N- Thompson Nature Park. That's correct, right?
2: Central Catchment. Nature C- reserves. Okay,
1: Central Catchment Reserves, right? So,
2: including Thompson Nature Park,
1: right? So, what can we do, or what can be done uh, practically, uh, Andy, in this situation? What would you like to see done?
2: You well, know, so I think along that stretch, Upper Thompson Road, you must have used it, you know, many times as well. It's, um, you know, it has a lot of traffic. Um, I think the speed limit is 70 So cars, vehicles can go up to 79 Which is actually really quite fast mm. um, I know it's near impossible To try to lower the speed limit Or to put speed bumps in the area um, But perhaps we could look at Other mitigation measures Like putting road bridges Because um, it has been tried Along all Upper Thompson Road Just next to it mm. And the langurs and other animals Have used it successfully so if this can be replicated above Upper Thompson Road, along with perhaps planting of trees um, to support you know, um, this continuous canopy connectivity, it can really help uh, our animals like langues, rabbits, you know, other creatures to cross safely.
0: What would that actually look like? What would the structure look like, Andy?
2: So um, it would usually involve uh, on both sides of the road, perhaps like an aluminium pole, a metal pole. Um, that would have ropes that are tied above, so maybe roughly 10 to 12 um, meters above the ground, so that vehicles can also um, go under the ropes, Um, and then the ropes can be used by animals.
0: And they just know automatically to do that versus going down to ground level and walking across?
2: It will usually take some time before they're used to uh, artificial structure. So like the ones that were being installed along um, old Upper Thompson Road, it took a couple of months before um, the lanyard actually started to use it. And then, of course, you know, there might be certain times where they decided to cross on the road, but having a structure there would increase the chances of them crossing safely.
1: Mm. And not surprisingly, uh, Andy, comments are already coming in. One of our listeners, Tanya Pile-Naya, says, Yes, more rope bridges, please, and awareness of how precious these Langers are, which actually ties in nicely with a question I was going to ask you. Unfortunately, people will say, ah, it's just a monkey. Even in the Straits Times piece, I noticed they're still having to differentiate between the raffles-banded Langer and the long-tailed macaque, which, frankly... I find astonishing that mm. we still have to <laughs> differentiate the two breeds. They look nothing alike. They're completely separate. You know, the Raffles Banded Langer, you know, has that beautiful whitish black face and mm. it's, it's a different shape. It's a different size. So for the benefit of, of our listeners, why are the Raffles Banded langers so precious and why is it not just a single monkey death? It's so important for that particular breed.
2: Yeah, so this species is especially, I would say, um, special because it was a new species that was described from Singapore. Mm. So it's based um, on specimens that were from Singapore. Um, it was described two hundred years ago and was noted by Raffles that you know it's likely a new species. Obviously, he didn't discover the species, but mm. he was the first one to note that this is a potentially new species. And in terms of where this Species can be found is only in Singapore and a small area in Peninsular Malaysia. So, just the states of Johor and a small area in Pahang, nowhere else in the world. Uh, we are talking about a global population size of perhaps 350 mm-hmm. with 68 in Singapore. So, it's a very small population uh, that remain in Singapore within Central Catchment Nature Reserve. Um, and, you know, this monkey, just like Adi. Other species of animals as well, like mammals, they really contribute to the ecosystem in terms of seed dispersal or even seed predation. So it maintains the balance in our forest in our ecosystem. And so I would say that we are really trying our best um, to, you know, come up with different measures in order to increase their population size by working with authorities like M and hopefully, you know, with LTA to make it safer for these animals.
0: Yeah, we're talking with Dr. Andy Ang uh, about this sad roadkill incident with this Raffles-Banded Langer on Friday. Andy, of course, a research scientist at Mandai Nature Reserve, also the head of the Jane Goodall Institute here in Singapore. And uh, Neil was mentioning a bit earlier in the show that, you know, this this habitat is so important. Jane Goodall personally has been here to talk about it, to support you and the work that you're doing. And uh, largely... The the banded langer has been a great success story, has it not? Over the years,
2: um, yeah, actually, I, I'm very glad that it has been going very well um, since the project kind of started, uh, like the long term project started in 2016. So it's a collaboration with different stakeholders, authorities, the NGOs, and citizen scientists.
0: I mean, five um, years—that's that's a very short amount of time when you're talking about working with species of animals.
2: Yeah, yeah, but you know, because it's a team effort. We have so many people on the ground, um, you know, who will report sightings to us whenever they see the lanyard. So it really helps us in terms of monitoring the numbers, where they are, the threats that we face and what we can do.
1: And I've got to say this, I just played devil's advocate. I don't agree with this, obviously, but we've mentioned on the show before, I go cycling up by Sungai Serangu near Coney Island. A lot of long-tailed macaques there now because of the development that's taking place in Pongal. They're being pushed out to the fringes of the forest. And Andy, I have spoken to people there, I'm sure Glenn has as well, and you have, that say, A, the monkeys are a pest, B, they just want to disturb us all the time, C, they scare our children, and D, we can't use it. You know, the list Cl- goes on. Climb into their homes. D, we can't <laughs> use the place in peace, and this is the key one. I've heard people say this, Andy, I will be much happier when they've gone. What would you say to people who, you know, still harbour those views?
2: Um, The thing is, I guess, people have certain types of, um, you know, different experiences when they encounter the animals. So I may have a very positive encounter with the animal, which would bring me positive emotions, but these people they are talking about, they could have had you know, bad experience with them, the monkeys, which is why it, they don't like the monkeys. So, you know, I, for us, a lot of um, the work that we do, it's in terms of raising awareness and mm. nature education outreach, because we definitely can't change what they have experienced. But we can share with them some of the ways that they can, you know, do so that the future experiences can be a positive one. Mm. So there are simple things like um, do not bring plastic bags to nature reserves or, you know, where there mm. are monkeys or other animals around so that, you know, they won't approach you. Because honestly, um, monkeys, other animals are not interested in humans unless there's food. Correct. So, you know, simple actions like keeping food away or keeping a distance from the animal can help to bring about positive or even neutral, you know, neutral experience. And then when you actually have the time to watch the animals peacefully, you would really understand that, you know, they they are not a nuisance. They are not aggressive. Mm. Um, so there are things that we can do to make living in harmony with our wild neighbors, a, you know, a success story.
0: Andy, what's your next move? You know, Monday morning, first thing, when you're able to get in touch with government or whomever you need to get in touch with, um, What is what is your, let's say, this week project to either to help, the banded langers, in some way, to is it to install these uh, climbing ropes for them? W- what is your next effort and how can the public support you?
2: Oh, we didn't wait until Monday, we did it first thing this morning, yeah. okay. <laughs> After Fair we enough. will come, you know, from yesterday's event, but anyway, um, we were very thankful for M Parks for trying to initiate a conversation with LTA and URA, um, so that we can really come together for a meeting to come up with ways to make it safer for animals to cross. So, where are the locations along Upper Thompson Road that's feasible to put road bridges? Where can we plant more trees? Also importantly, that forest um, that is on the right side of Thompson Nature Park, currently is not protected. Mm. You know, in the URA Mm. master plan, it's slated for residential development. So, you know, one thing we can definitely push for is to do perhaps more surveys in the area to understand the value of biodiversity there, and then plan what to do. So yeah. I think starting that conversation is very important as a first step. And um, yeah, we're just very thankful that we could have the opportunity to do that.
0: Andy, thank you so much for being with us today. We're so sorry to hear about uh, the death of of one of those wonderful animals that you've been and so many people have been working to uh, mm-hmm. reinsert into our into our biosphere here. Uh, Thanks for being with us today. Thank you so much.
2: To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.